What's up, y'all? We back at Queer and Cool. It's your girl, Brie Daddy, and it's finally season two. We don't have a bad budget anymore because we're <laughs> shooting from the grip. <laughs> and I got my girl, Ray, here from Les Chick. If y'all don't know, she's the founder of Les Chick. And if you live in South Florida and you bump coochies, you know what Les Chick is. Come on, y'all. Like, don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. Um, first off, Tell us where you're from, number one, because I think people be assuming you're from Miami. What? Low key. Never. I'm too <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> that, when I met you, I was like, she's not from Miami. Absolutely but not. Some people be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, she's from Miami. I'm like, she's not from Miami. Like, Have they heard me open my big ass that's mouth? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what, like, there's so many transplants out here that I think people think that, like, Miami has a new accent. It don't boo. Like, mm -hmm. no, no. It's not. I'm from New York. From New York. What Bronx, part? Castle Hill, oh, Spanish Harlem. You know. Oh, <laughs> shit. And what made you move to Miami? What didn't make me move to mm -hmm. Miami? That, that was an easier question. Right. I was in New York my whole life. It's a beautiful place to be from. Mm -hmm. I love being from where I'm from. Yes. Um, but it's just not a sustainable future. Mm -hmm. I feel that. At what this year point. did you move down here? 2017. Okay, okay. That And I moved down here 2015. So you had, damn, hold up. Damn, a minute. So you've been here since 2017, but when did you kick off with Les Chick? 2018. You got right to it. I was serving in South Beach for a while. I was mm. living out there and I got into events somehow. I, mm. I don't even know how that started. That was like random. Right. Um, but somebody offered me the opportunity and I just jumped from one extreme to the other and did it. And when you say someone like offered you the opportunity, like, like let's dig a little deep. Let's for mm -hmm. Because listen, we get into <laughs> the Wikipedia of Les Chick today. Oh, okay. okay? So, all right. If we're going to get, we got to pronounce it correctly. Les you ready? Chic. It's Les Chic. Les Chic. Les okay. Chic. My bad, y'all. Like. I am, I don't have the, like, I don't know how to even roll my R's. I'm not a good <laughs> I don't know how to do the annual thing, but what she said. Said <laughs> the unwell thing. <laughs> work, I promise I'm gonna work on it because that's how I feel about people calling me Brianna and shit. Uh, but like, listen, I just don't know how to roll my R's. A lot okay. of people do it. A lot, of, and I don't mind that. I mean, let's check. I'll be, you know, let's right. check. Let's chic. Les, that's fine. Let's. It's let's chic. 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 Like, ooh, oh, she's oh, chic. Oh, chic. Okay, yeah. okay. I never, I never knew that. Hold up. The little thing at the end, Instagram won't that. let me add that, so everybody just that's reads why, it as less chick. Listen, as black people are like, less chick. <laughs> we gonna see you at less chick tonight. All right, that's it. Hey, okay, call me but, what you call me, just but, call but me my name. I didn't know that. Okay, mm -hmm. well, that, look at that. <laughs> A lot of people do it. It doesn't really bother that. me, but that is how we pronounce it. Yeah. Correctly. Okay, hold up. <laughs> so, yeah, somebody Y'all know that now. Because I definitely did it. I swear to God. Like, even yeah. when I'm out and about. A lot of people or, do it. Even yeah. ice up until, like, last even when week. I, <laughs> even on the mic and everything. Like, like you I, had less trick. I'm like, ice, it's been six years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> when you going to pronounce yeah, the shit I'm correctly? Like, Hold up. I'm like, I swear, even any DJs, though, like, that. Like, yo, thank you for coming to. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Right. How, did we, cool how did we get here? <laughs> like, but, okay. Well, that. But, all right. Digging deep. Like, so, yeah, so someone had um, reached out to me on Instagram, mm -hmm. and this is, I guess they worked for Sidebar at the time. Um, right. And they were like, hey, we heard that you do lesbian parties. And at this time, I had started the Less Chic Instagram, but I don't even think it was mm -hmm. called Less Chic at the time. Mm. Uh, what was it called? 
don't even remember. I don't even remember what it was. Um, but it was supposed to be just like an, an Instagram as a yellow page kind of thing. Mm -hmm, okay, so okay. I was trying to look for all the lesbian events because when Got I came it. here, there wasn't that much going on. Okay. And right. I was like, all right, wh where do Thanks. I go? Where, where am I hanging Thanks. out? So once I found the places, I'm like, all right, I want to share this information. So I made the Instagram. I started posting all these flyers. Mm -hmm. And whomever thought, I guess, right. that the flyers were my events that I was doing. And they were like, hey, Sidebar wants to do a lesbian night. Are you down? And I was like, absolutely. Imagine Sidebar <laughs> being your first like yes, opportunity. Yes, that was pretty dope. Was you overwhelmed? Because I know if anybody, first of all, <laughs> if y'all look up Sidebar, it ain't there no more. But no. Um, it think, is there, but they've changed management yeah. and like names twelve thousand times. But right, right. But if anybody knew what Sidebar back was back in the day, like that's a really that was a really big venue. Yeah. It, is, it is a big venue. So. I can only imagine that being like your first real opportunity. Like how, how did you like execute that? That was so strange because mm -hmm. the power of social media has yes. changed over the last couple of years mm -hmm. so much. Right. But it's interesting to me that at that time, it wasn't about how many followers I had right. or what engagement I had. I probably had less than 500 followers when I right. did my first event there. Okay. And it was the biggest event I've ever done. How many people I had you think over you had 700 there? people there. Over Girl, 700 people. What, you had a concert? It, it was, Jesus. yeah, pretty much. The first event is when I brought out everybody. I brought out yeah. Haley Arlene, Tiffany Cavari. Right. Um, I think that's when Millie came from New mm -hmm. York. We had Chris Ace was there with Touche Body Painting. Like, oh, I pulled out oh, all yeah. the stops for that event. I, I pulled everybody from everywhere. And you did that without even, like like you said, you didn't have a big following. No resources. No resources. At all. But you reached out to these folks and... I was like, hey, you know, I'm doing this thing. And a lot of people were supportive of, you know, the vision for yes. Les Chic. And they wanted to be a part of it. And... People came from Cali, New York, and they were like, yo, this is dope. Like, yes. we want to do this. Yes, I remember when you had your first event, and I want to say I was out of town for the very first time you had it, and I remember coming back in town, and that was like, every like everyone was talking about it. And really? I was like, yeah. And then you ended up giving me the opportunity for the second event mm -hmm. that um, was the 90s at Sidebar party. for the 90s party. And that's when I kind of like, stepped into the world of DJing for the queer events. Really? Like, yes, because I was DJing like at regular places at the time where it's like, you know, it's not neither straight nor queer, it's just here, you right. know, but, <laughs> but that was my first time experiencing DJing for a lesbian event. And boy, do I tell you the, the people in my messages, the girls, <laughs> like even just getting off of the, the, my set, like girls were like buying me drinks. Hey. And, like, yeah. Like asking me to go out and stuff. And I'm like, okay, welcome to Leshy. I was like, <laughs> thank God I'm single. <laughs> Cause y'all are ruthless. Like, but I was like, wow. But I, I think it just showed how much the community needed Especially this. at that time. Yes. Especially at that time. Like, so interesting it was interesting because i had a lot of people that were born and raised in miami yeah that knew all these people but hadn't seen them in years that's another so thing. this event literally brought out people mm -hmm. that were friends within groups but had right. you know lost touch or whatever so i think that that's what made the biggest impact bringing all these people that they hadn't seen perform yep. or they hadn't hung out with in so long right. um it really was like a staple like it just brought everyone together I agree. and it was new people love new things so yep 
Sure do, sure do. And I feel like, at least down here, when when you have something that you're like launching that's new, especially an event, at a venue like that especially, it's almost like Miami's one of those one-shot places. So it's like you really killed it because God forbid it didn't go the way that you wanted it to. Like I don't I don't know like how things would have went because I see I've DJed for so many different kinds of events and noticed that some people would just do a one and done, but you just kept going. Even if you felt like you had a bad event or a good event, you just always kept on going. And I think, uh, you know, the community really needs to applaud you for that because you just keep going. And I don't really thank know you. anyone out here that's as consistent as you. So I do want to thank you for that. Thank just you. On, on behalf of the community <laughs> of Fair, <laughs> Fair I'll but, take it, I'll take it. But what does keep you going? It's so funny, we were just having this conversation last night with someone we met at the event, and um, they asked me, why do I keep doing it? Mm -hmm. Because I'm in a place right now with the events where I'm not really profiting much mm -hmm. financially, um, and it's becoming harder and harder yep. because of how social media yep. is changing, mm -hmm. because of coronavirus, because of bills, everything getting expensive. Yep. It's hard to keep people. It's hard yeah. to keep people engaged and consistently coming out. Right. And I can be consistent off the wall, but if nobody comes, then it doesn't matter how yep. much work I'm putting into it. Right. It, it has to be a two-way street. So yes. what really keeps me doing it is one that we need it. Yes. We don't have it. We right. don't have that consistency. We don't have that platform. Mm -hmm. um, and I come from a uh, from New York, a different background. So mm -hmm. what I'm bringing to the table, I know that we don't have. Yes. And that's really what pushes me. Like, there's so many things on the side that I do. I'll do one time and I'll give up. Or right. something will frustrate me and I don't want to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. But this is the one thing, like, I'll fucking curse. I'll cry. I'll break something. Yep. I'll be stressed. I put my wife through shit for months. Right. But it's the one thing that I right. wake up and I still want to do Congratulations on wifey. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. What happens to that next? <laughs> down, that's awesome. We're gonna have babies. We're gonna have some babies. <laughs> I'm pressuring the baby thing. I, know, that's right. <laughs> I keep trying ladies. to put it on the table. <laughs> right. Ladies. We need some less little oh little less cheeks. <laughs> I love that for y'all. Congratulations. Thank that's you. another thing that's hard to find in the lesbian community down here in Miami. Like a consistent love life. So Congrats. Thank you. You're it's really, hard work. Really out here doing it. I'm trying. It's it's a lot of hard work. And yes. One thing people cannot misconstrue is what you see on social media yes. is not the reality right. of anything. Whether it be La Chic, my personal life, me, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. there's a lot of shit that goes on behind and it's a lot of work. Everything is a lot of work. Anything mm -hmm. worthwhile is gonna be a lot of work. So. Amen to that. And mental health wise, how do you keep up? I think that's a real question. Honey, mm-mm, mm-mm. My mental health be fucked up. Yeah, I, feel, I believe it. I've seen you snap a few times, but they, but it's all. I would never forget. Like, I don't want to see me I don't, snap. I don't even know like what the situation was, but I just remember Ray saying, "So, so, suck my dick." <laughs> Dick. I believe it. That's and my shit. And I just literally was like, girl, let me just screen record this because this is literally a mood. Like, sometimes you just got to let it out. Uh, like, yes. so I... <laughs> The stress. It's hard. Mental health is hard. I think one of my biggest events of the year is the circus. Right. Which and is that, the, the annual Red Affair. Yes. Um, and it is 
stressful. Mm -hmm. It's stressful. It's it's stressful because every year it gets more expensive. Every mm -hmm. year it gets harder to find yep. a venue. Right. Every year somebody fucks up and it falls on me. Yep. And it it's it's just a lot of pressure. This last circus we had over sixty people working with us. Damn. The venue that we worked with. Mm -hmm completely played the fuck out of us like mm. tried the fuck out of I've us. I've heard a couple of things about that venue so um, mm -mm. they tried yes. us and they're great people yeah. which was so sad to me because mm -hmm. I was actually working there full time as well outside of the circus oh really okay. as an okay. event organizer there oh okay and I, I loved them you yes. know I felt like oh this is a family I was right. very committed to the job right but then came game day mm. and it was like I didn't fucking matter you know mm. and they had me doing things that were not my job to do right I was at the bar all night you know fussing with bottles that people didn't get till two three in the morning it was really bad wow. there was a lot of problems oh, and we know how bottle service goes. it was like. a lot of problems two days before the event we didn't have a stage so then oh when we finally God. got the stage the music wasn't attached to sound so now all these performers are performing at 10 o'clock they didn't go up till three in the morning because we don't got no sound and i had to get a speaker from somebody else and pay them for it's a shit yes. show it's a shit yes. show so people don't really see that yes. and i was also talking to nina about the uh, one of my vendors the psychic mm -hmm. And she's like, it was such a great event, and it's so dope to hear that from so many people because yes. they don't see what's going on, mm -hmm. which is great. I don't want everybody to think it's fuck me never, up, but we honestly would never know. Like, just to give you that reassurance, <laughs> we don't fucking know, girl. It's a fucking shit show. <laughs> it's, and like, even even if it is, I, I'm gonna be honest. I've never heard about that. You know what I'm saying? And I would know, and I would tell you, Thank like you. from so many ends. I have never heard about it. I was in Philly this year, and I, my friends, some of my friends went, you know, and they all had a good time. So good. I Thank you guys don't, and I think that's one thing about our community. We also know we're not perfect. We also know that none of us are doing it. Like we're not the ones throwing these events. Like, cause if someone wanted to go do it, they could have stepped up and did it. And Absolutely. everyone has, who has tried to step up and do some kind of lesbian or queer, you know, event, like hasn't been consistent. So I think people understand, but but girl, in that same token, don't, like, don't deny there's fucking crazy people here in Florida, is. bro. It is. And people will hold you to a certain standard, mm -hmm. even knowing that they couldn't do half of what you're doing. Yeah. They will still hold you to that standard just to be that right. way. That's how they are. Right. So it's right. a lot of people pleasing. Yeah. And it's a lot of suck my dick at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> suck my dick. That was like so, I, I know it wasn't a funny moment, but mm. I, I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I was at my corporate job. I had my AirPods in. I just have. I was just looking through, you know, the pages and stuff, just because I was like, "Oh, let's see when the next event is." And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that was back when I used to do a lot of stories talking hella okay, shit. Okay, girl, so. I used to be calling them out. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Now, when you put together these events, like I noticed that, which is fine. You know, you have different DJs, you have different performers, you have like you have different vendors and stuff, and. I know that um, that means you have to deal with different personalities a lot. Like, how do you go about, it's kind of like people management. I think people need to remember about when it comes to event organization, project management and people management is a really big thing. So like, what has their experience been like? Like, because I know we're talking about the venues and how they <laughs> fucked up, but what about the people, the performers, the vendors, like? I've never had real issues with the vendors. I have a lot of vendors, mm -hmm. high society, Mimi, she's day yeah, one. She's I have a lot of people that have been with me from the beginning and they 
they're here to be vendors, but they're like, Ray, do you need something? Can I help yep. you with something? So I love, my, love my vendors. Y'all keep them. doing that. Yes, please, because we Don't need Don't play that. with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting that you bring up the personalities because it is mm -hmm. difficult to deal with so many people mm -hmm. and how they want to be treated yep. as a professional and as a performer right. and how I still need my respect as yep. the person who's putting this together. Yes. Um, and I've gotten to a couple confrontations with mm -hmm. a couple people over the years. Um, more recently, I hired a performer for the circus mm -hmm. and she was quite difficult booking mm. and and all that but mm. behind that this right. person is amazing right. amazing and when you actually sit down and have a one-on-one -on -one with this right. person it's a different thing but right. she has to have that wall up because people mm. will fucking try you you I know and even if somebody is your friend that'd be the first motherfucker to try you right so um but yeah listen i totally understand that because being a dj um some friends have felt very comfortable with like <laughs> like trying to play around with it, whether it comes to my money or like my set or just like lack of information lack of professionalism so i guess i do understand why she has had that wall up so what would you what do you think or yeah i would say what do you think would make a good person to work with like what kind of characteristics do you look for when you're working for somebody outside of their talent of course like what has brought you back like i'm going to bring them back to the to my next event well obviously just being a dope character like i yeah. said this one female you know yeah. she might come off a certain way but mm -hmm. when you actually get down to the business and you're hanging out one-on-one -on -one, it's a different thing so mm -hmm. no matter how difficult the booking process might be i will always have her back you know because yeah. i know what i'm getting and right. i know who she is there's no ideal person but just somebody who yeah. People are going to be people. You have to love and accept people for who they are. Yep. Um, and that goes even for me, you know. Right. Um, and I just want to work with people that respect me and, mm. and I give that same respect, you know. I agree. That That's really what matters the most because people will use Le Chic as a platform to get mm -hmm. somewhere, but they don't give two shits about the organizer doing it. Right. And they will talk to me crazy. Like, hello, right. I'm, I'm, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm. like, <laughs> and, and it's wild because, you know, even in my DJing experience, like I've been one to throw events and I've also been one to DJ for events. And I feel like when I've been the one that's thrown events, that's where I've dealt with the most disrespect because I'm dealing with multiple personalities. I'm, dealing with the venue, I'm dealing with people that I have performing, I'm dealing with, I don't really have to deal too much with the DJs to be honest. I think because of my relationship with other DJs, like right. I usually hire someone else that I know like personally and yeah. you know, that's like the smoothest part for me. But I <laughs> came across all these personalities, I'm like what the hell's going on? It's oh, a lot. What is going on? You got your divas, you got Where your- Where are your panties at? Why is it so okay? <laughs> <laughs> like what is good? So. I commend, I commend you for that. Like, so now you, you're having these events um, in Fort Lauderdale. Mm -hmm. What brought you to Broward? The opportunity. Okay. I mean, I will go wherever mm -hmm. they want to plant the seed. I know, I'll, right. I'll do it. I've done New York. I've done Cali. Um, mm -hmm. And I will continue. And I would like to branch out and do different places. Mm -hmm. um, Hamburger Marys, out of 20-something venues that I've worked with over the last couple of years, they are the best venue between the I staff, yeah. the venue. Like, they are just... They're they're about Les Chic. They're mm -hmm. about making this a great lesbian 
place, staple. Yeah. Um, whereas a lot of people want to throw lesbian parties, but they don't want to do what it takes to get us where we need to be. Hello. So Hello. they gave me that opportunity. Um, we started with the last Friday of the month, and um, I just thought it was a, a great place to do a burlesque show mm -hmm. for the queer community. Mm -hmm. um, so I started with the gems, and that's really taken off within itself. I think we've only done like four events, and mm -hmm. it seems to be hitting off very well, so I'm excited about that. And then um, I had an idea to kind of bring this masculine stud lesbian I saw. queer dancer. Shout out to the masked yeah. woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's a little harder to find here. Not it. a lot of people are like ready for that. Yeah, they're I'm, not introduced to it yet. But I'm I'm here putting the staple down. I, well, that's well, that's good. You know, I think I think. Um, when it comes to masked women, I think the last time I saw like masked women performing is when you had the events at the strip club before the pandemic. Seven, seven, seven. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the best. That was the best. I mean, I've done some great freaking events. What happened to that venue? Corona. Corona they, happened to they, everything. They, they shut down. So Corona happened on March nineteenth. That was the day of one of my events. Mm -hmm. Canceled it. Um, they were closed for a while and then when everything started opening again they reopened but mm -hmm. it was a whole situation mm -hmm. that had happened one of the djs messed up their equipment and they didn't pay for it so i oh. guess they didn't want me back at that point um scared. yeah scared which sucks because it's not it's not something I did directly, but it's a liability I have to take for the people hired. So it was a messy situation, and I've reached out a couple times, and they didn't respond back. Um, but then they lost the place, and it went up for sale. And I wanted to buy it, but oh my the God. way my you money set up, I could I not do that. that. You would have turned that shit out, but you know what? Right timing. That's right. Right timing. It'll come. It It'll will. Come. It will come. And it's and if, if throwing events is already hard, I can only imagine having like a physical place yeah licenses, it's so hard to keep stuff. things consistent even when you're constantly changing it so imagine yeah. having something that's just always that yeah it, it would be very difficult nonetheless absolutely i feel that i feel that have you ever um and this this might have happened before i might not notice it and i'm gonna assume maybe it was out of state ones but have you ever partnered with other um queer parties and absolutely stuff like that? i'm always yeah. down to partner with people what has your experience been with that? um Good and bad. Yeah. You'll partner with people that see that I have a little bit of a following and that's what they want. Mm. So they're just targeting my following and using mm. my name to get there. And I'm not down for that. Mm. But there are people that have been doing their own work. Right. And they're like, hey, I love what you do. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to show you throughout a period of time. Right. That there is a mutual respect. Right. And, you know, a mutual support. Mm -hmm. um, and those are the people I've partnered with. Lori, Las Renas, None mm -hmm. Better. Okay, They're from New York. P Nasty from Cali. Yep. Um, great people. Great people. Right. And I will continue to partner with them whenever there's an opportunity. Okay, that's good. Because I, I, I was wondering that. And I, I figured, I, I saw you had events in New York before. Now, what has it been like throwing events in New York versus throwing events down here in Miami or South Florida in general, now that you're hitting different areas? The first event I did in New York was my own. Okay. And 
it was very small. It was okay. a small. I maybe had like a hundred people there. Mm -hmm. um, the next time I did it, I partnered with none. I partnered with Lori. Yeah. So it was predominantly their crowd. Okay. But a lot of people did come to see me. I was performing at that time. So oh, it was yes, dope. Oh, yes, I forgot. Yeah, was throwback. Performing. Uh, it was throwback. <laughs> did you have a performance uh, name? Right. Right, okay, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> um, but it, it was cool. It was great. A lot of people came out. They showed love. And it was awesome to partner with people that are just about it, you know? Okay. And you don't, you don't got to worry about or, or you know? It yeah. Was, it was just very easy to partner with these people. And, and they were awesome to me. Um, but New York does not have the same, at least in my opinion, mm -hmm. the same respect mm -hmm. or community you know, that mm -hmm. Miami has, even in all That's of its fuck ups, even in, cause Miami's crazy. Yeah. But uh, it might just be that Miami's a party town as opposed yeah, to New York. That's, that is true. It never sleeps, but it's not like I, Miami. I agree. And I, ooh, that's such a good point because my friends that like have not been to New York or are not from New York, like that are from down here, they think New York is a totally different space. Like they think it's like the party scene is crazier. And I'm like, mm. I don't know about that. But mm -hmm. and I'm like, maybe it's where I've been and stuff. Cause I grew up in Philly and I, by way of like New York, going on New York all the time, even now, like, I'm just like, I don't know about Z, but my best days in New York were house party days. That those Girl, were the best. Oh, those I remember were the, the best. Oh, I remember house party. But for the lesbian community specifically, there's not too much going on yeah. in New York. I mean, maybe more so now that people right. are doing a lot more, but they're all events, you know. Right. You have uh, Henrietta's and Stonewall mm -hmm. that have been staples for many, many years, but right. You know how that goes. Uh, yeah, so. I can imagine that. What um what is your vision when it comes to your brand? Because I feel like at this point it's a brand. Like you have your merch, so make sure y'all check out her website. Um, you have the events. Like you gave given other people platforms. You are going to different cities. Like and I don't even know if there's more that I'm even missing. But like, what is the the vision? I just wanted to blow up. Yeah. I wanted to be whatever it can be. Right. I don't even be know because when I started, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I love so that. So I could not say like, oh, I want to be in an event. No, it just happened and it turned mm -hmm. into this and then it turned into a strip club and then it turned into <laughs> a dog brunch, then it turned into burlesque. Oh my God, the dog brunch. It, it turned into so many things. So. Oh my God, that's so true. <laughs> oh, you, you are really bringing me back because... I, that, that just goes to show, yes, you're right, at, uh, I don't know if it's called SQL or SQL or something, SQL. but I remember you had there, you, you've had events at Blackbird, my, down in Miami Beach when they had Purdy Lounge. Purdy Lounge. Oh my God. That was God. a good time. Sidebar. You really was hitting these spots. Back like, when I was doing that, I was doing Sidebar, Purdy Lounge, and Sweet Liberty three days a week. Like back to back to back. It was insane. It was, oh my it wasn't God. even logical. Like <laughs> who's going to party this much? But I was just like, whatever you got, give it to whatever me. Let's go. Got, like, it was and, dope. And how were you established without like giving too many gems away? Because you could also sell this information. You know, no, I'm just saying. Hey, I'm, you could give the recipe, but ain't nobody ex got the flavor. Exactly. No, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm like, wait a minute. I might be able to like teach people how you know, put the little thumb, do a little thumb, but like, did you just go into these places and just like tell them your vision? And stuff? Yes, like, I'm. I'm a very, especially after a couple proseccos. I'm like, where's the manager? <laughs> <laughs> I can throw in the bed here. <laughs> I'm gonna have my shit here. <laughs> but it was just all really opportunities that were given to me, and I right. was just taking them and running and doing with you know what I can. Mm -hmm. um, 
I think I got all of those opportunities because I had did sidebar and whoever worked at mm -hmm. sidebar worked with those venues as well. Right. So, I mean, it was dope. It just, there wasn't a platform for lesbian events at those venues. Right. So it, it, it was great while it lasted for like two, three events. It's and not then even a platform for lesbian events, period, except yours, to be honest. And I know She Life, shout, shout out to She yeah, Life. shout out to Jackie, absolutely. I go to basketball every Thursday, <laughs> and someone's always twisting their ankle, and I'm oh, just Lord. like, wow. <laughs> and it's such a positive vibe that even when they twist their ankle, we're like, but we're so glad to be here. <laughs> it's because we need it, man. Yes. We definitely need it. How um how do you promote inclus how I always say this wrong word wrong but like inclusivity like in your events that's I, been I, difficult I, I see, I've seen you do it though like I and I respect it because I think when it comes to Miami as much as it's diverse it can sometimes feel divided and I like that like you've done like the Afrobeats events or like the DJs you have they tend to play different music like. Um, but like outside of that because I'm, I'm not at every single event like how have you been able to promote that. It's been difficult on both ends. Mm -hmm. um, because I'm a lesbian organization and mm -hmm. I cater to women, it's yes. been difficult to promote inclusivity with mm -hmm. gay men, trans, mm -hmm. like it's, it's very difficult. Mm -hmm. um, because people are like, people. right, they're yeah. like, well, is this a lesbian event? Well, can my gay guy friend mm -hmm. go? Or are trans people allowed? Right. We don't feel represented. So it's been, right. through every event I've done over the years, it's, um, a major part of like okay this mm. is my staff what's the diversity has to be right. diverse. people have to feel like yeah. they see themselves in this event for them to want to attend so that's, that's always on my mind first and foremost right um, and then just with the music um, mm -hmm. Like I said, I'm, I come from New York, so right. EDM is and house is big in New York. It's mm -hmm. just not my style. Yeah. So we we don't do EDM yeah. or house. I'm glad. Like Thank God. I'm, I, I, you know what? We I'm don't glad do that. That's, that's the one. I'll do rock. I'll do an emo night, but I just I can't do yeah. EDM and house. Um, and yeah. there's already so many platforms. So yes. For that. Oh, I'm so, so glad you said it. I'm Plenty able to you know bring Afro beats and yes. and and different genres of music together. And, and one of the things that I pride Les Chic about is that it is very diverse. It is. In a place where, prior to me coming here, the lesbian community was very separated. Yep. You know, um, by nationalities in yes. different groups. Yep. So I came and I, I, my intention with every event is to build a bridge. Mm -hmm. And that bridge goes to New York, it goes to California, it goes wherever yes. it can go, wherever I can get somebody to come in um, and, and really bring in that diversity mm -hmm. that we need. It, yeah. it can't just be one thing. Yeah, I like that. And I do want to thank you for that because um, I do feel like even being a black woman or, you know, I'm, I'm half Latino, but I'm a presenting black woman. And when I step into events, if they're super, super, we know colorism is in our community, you know, uh, white Latinas, black Latinas. If I step into a venue that's very EDM and then it's a bunch of white Latinas, I might not feel comfortable. Right. Even if they are Hispanic, there's still white Latinas and it's very white music playing. So right. I might feel like an outcast. So I do like that when I step into your events, I feel like, oh my God, I feel like I'm at home. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I catch, that, I catch a vibe, you're like, you know, I, I, it, the the crowd is always diverse, like from yes. from head to toe, they and are. and I do love that. Some nights could be more Hispanic, some nights like w w might not be, but I don't feel like what's the word like left out right. at your events. Thank you. As in in the past, before you had your events, being honest, I did feel left out. 
So I was like, oh, like, you know, okay, like, okay, there's new lesbian events. How's it going? And I'm glad that you had the diverse, you know, community there. So I think that that's important because it's finally bringing back what Miami is all about, diversity, and it doesn't feel so divided. And honestly, I remember when I went to your Afrobeats event and there were people who came in from the Bahamas. And I was yes. like, that is heavy. Orlando, New York, California. Yes. A lot of people came in for that event. I was But so I was happy. really surprised that the people who came from the fucking Bahamas. Like, they got on the boat. Fuck the plane. Like, they got on the plane. They got on the boat. I actually think I know who you're talking about. They were dope. It was they like a, a group time. of girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I ran. First, I saw them at the bar, and then they were um, sitting right outside of. Um, like, it was at 1-800-LUCKY, but, like, out, right at the table was outside coming from the cafeteria area. And we just all talking. I was like, that's so cool that y'all came here. Like, that always makes me the happiest. That's just so amazing. people tell me, like, I flew in. I came from here, there. Yeah. They do a lot for the circus. A lot of people fly in. A really? lot of people come from different places. It's always so wholesome for me. Always. So let's talk about the wholesome moments before they think y'all ass is about to give in. What? this close <laughs> but um what has been the most wholesome moments for you outside of that of course one of my favorite favorite mm. moments hands down um was at sidebar mm-hmm. claudia sings was performing shout out to claudia shout out to claudia i love her voice she's the bomb yeah she killed um it. she was performing and this is back when halsey did the uh what was that damn song Tell me yeah. I'm that was my girl. shit. I was black. I, listen, I love me some <laughs> white people music, but I forgot about. I, for, I, I don't even know back then, girl. But it was a hit. It was a little jam, a, a little, little bop on the radio, <laughs> and that was my shit. So Claudia decided to sing mm-hmm. it, and she pulled me off stage when she sang it. And this was during the circus, mm-hmm. the first circus I did at Sidebar. And mm-hmm. everybody, and this is, I mean, there was at least 400 people there. Mm-hmm. Everybody pulled out their phone and put the flashlight. Oh, and my everybody was God. Like, and I felt like a fucking superstar. I was like, oh, wow, this is so, that I will forever be hands down one of my favorite Oh, moments. my God. The history that you have like made that keep here. It going. That, hello, it's those moments. Because I feel like that even just about whether it's podcasting, DJing, um, I have an app out now. Y'all better download Gem. We'll get okay. into that little commercial. <laughs> but, like, just, you know, it's always the wholesome moments that do make you keep going. Because if I just focus on the negative, I'm not going to focus on what's right in front of me. And this right. it's this opportunity of a lifetime. So, like, I'm glad that I asked you that because I don't want people to ever feel like, oh, my God, like, what are we going to do without her? Like, she's not going <laughs> to... Uh, so, yeah, like, I, I agree. And... Honestly, like how I came across Claudia was at your events. So it's just amazing how you've connected even like creators. Like that's that's big. And I hope that you realize like what impact you've not just like impacted the people that go to your events and want to have a good time. But there's people with talent out here that didn't have a platform and you was able to create a platform like girl. And that was the intention. That was really the intention behind Les Chic. There's so many queer women out here doing so many amazing things. Mm -hmm. And and even outside of that industry, Mm -hmm. lawyers, doctors, real estate agents, Mm -hmm. like so many women doing so many amazing things. And Mm -hmm. if we come together and Mm -hmm. put it all on the table, Mm -hmm. I mean, really, wow at what you can do with that right Mm -hmm. so that's that that's the focus over the years to kind of have everyone networking and and building up this platform for us right 
I love that. I love that. <laughs> now let's get into your wife. Okay. Uh -oh. How did you, you meet? How did you meet your wife? <laughs> <laughs> I stalked her on Instagram for a couple months. I'm sliding up in those DMs, just sliding. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> With my whole New Yorkness, you know. Okay, okay, we better talk about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I was trying to talk to her for a while, and she was doing other things at the time. <laughs> <clears throat> she didn't pay me no mind, but um, a couple months or whatever down the line, we started speaking again, and. It's interesting because I had reached out to her when I moved out here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, well, she's a fine lesbian. She got to know Period. what to do out okay, here. Okay, so it's been a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah, literally, 2017. And she was mm -hmm. like, ain't shit. <laughs> 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 ain't shit out here. Um, so then when we started talking again, I had already done the chic mm -hmm. and had a couple events. So it right. was, she tells me, at least, that it was interesting for her to see that that growth yeah, over that, that growth, time. that growth. Oh my I God. I did it. I really did. I was like, well, and has, I don't got nothing. I'm going to be it. And has having her by your side, um, pronouns, what's the her, pronoun? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Don't want to assume. Because <laughs> my ass be getting cussed the fuck out. I'm like, all, right. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I didn't mean it. <laughs> Shit. But um, has having her by your side help you like, you, like power up in your entrepreneurship? Absolutely. I mean, I've dated a couple people out here, mm -hmm. all great people, mm -hmm. and they've all been around an event or two and right. have been extremely helpful. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. so, <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I can't deny it right. um, that there's been other helpful people in my yeah. life. But with my wife specifically, she mm -hmm. is the rock under the bullshit. Yep. Because, I mean, the circus alone. Like, yes. I, I feel bad for her during circus time because mm -hmm. I'm... Stressed. 100% bitch mode. Like, mm -hmm. it's just so much going on, you know? Yeah. And it's easy to not necessarily take it out, but to kind of pour it all on somebody that's around all the right. time, um, which can be very draining and frustrating and overwhelming for her. Yeah. Um, but and we're learning mm -hmm. how to work through that, and I'm learning how to take it back a couple of notches. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's, but that's good that you're able to do that, because that just shows that you can be an entrepreneur and you can still have a powerful relationship it's like difficult it, even if it's hard like it's you guys literally make it work and I think that that's so important because I only see so many people in this community that do that I mean I see entrepreneurs in general that might be like cisgender and stuff but like to see you and your wife okay wife <laughs> doing it like I've always been impressed with that and Thank honestly you. the only one I've remembered is her so um, <laughs> she's the only one that matters she's the only one that matters <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's so. very, very helpful. A lot of people like will go up to her during the events and they're hitting mm -hmm. her with all this stuff. And she's like, uh, <laughs> and she gets it. She's like, I'm not less chic. This right. is not my thing. It's my right. girl's thing. I'm like, no, it's it's our thing now. I love it's hello. Very much our thing now. Because what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine. <laughs> I love uh, I love that. Well, as we wrap up, uh, my last question would be um, truly. If you had three cities to throw your next event at or events at Oof. outside of South Florida, what would they be? The UK somewhere. Period. Um, this is manifestation time. Hell yeah, mm -hmm. the UK somewhere. I would love to go to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. I would love to go to San Francisco. Out there. Um, I would definitely like to do something Spanish. I, I don't know if it would necessarily be Puerto Rico, 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's something over there. Puerto Rico would be. I feel like Puerto Rico would be good. Puerto hmm. Rico's growing now. Yeah. They're doing a, a lesbian festival, and there's some right. people from over here that are rumored to be going over there and doing some things. So right. any way that I could get in, trust me, I'll be okay. there. Well, that's why, I, on tour. that's why we had to do the <laughs> manifestation, because I could see us now creating this oral history and, you know, a few years from now, or who knows, even a year from now, you might get those opportunities. I'm be like, we said this. We said this. <laughs> well, as we wrap it up, I want to thank Ray for really just coming all the way to <laughs> Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to record in the Queer and Cool home. And if, is there any shout outs you want to give? Is- yeah, shout out to you for having me. Shout out to you for being there day one when I did that event and, and well, helping us two, out. But, you know, <laughs> That's still day one, pretty much. <laughs> that was how many years ago? I know. Um, and, you know, shout out to DJ Ice, who's been mm-hmm. with me yep. time and time again, who's always manning things down. Um, I'm just very grateful for everybody. If I work with you still to this day, shout out to you. Okay. Because <laughs> otherwise, suck my dick. <laughs> On that one. <laughs> oh, that was my favorite part. Any merch dropping? Do you have merch still? I, baby, come here. Come for a second. Come on, yes. you got it on. So I'm working on some hoodies. Yes, come this This is my all-star right here. What does that say? Lit liquor? <laughs> Little lint liquor, carpet munching. Come over here, baby. You want to sit on my lap, daddy? <laughs> <laughs> See, I, woo! In front of the fireplace and all. Oh, I like this. Lint liquor. Lint liquor, and then I always remember that hat. And it's a couple's Man. one, so the girls, mm-hmm. the femme is yellow, and the Oh, I love this. Red. I'm going to have the cockle hoodie. Is it out? Yes, yeah, on that side. Boom, boom. Oh, my I haven't God, released nice. them yet because we going into summer, but okay. they'll be out yeah. for a winter collection. Okay. All right, well, I'm going to grab mine because, uh, I mean, it don't really matter. You see, I'm wearing a... I love <laughs> that is my a fly hoodie. It is fly. <laughs> Come show, and the hat, you know, we got all the Les Chic hats yes. from day one. Where the Lezzies go, yeah. period, period. Little lint liquor, <laughs> carpet munchers, <laughs> little, little hoes. <laughs> so we're going we gonna to release the merch soon. <laughs> I can't wait. All right, and that's, where can I find that? Lechic.com. Lechic.com, you'll be able to find the Playboys, the Gems, our Queer Girl Initiative, the merch, everything I got going on pretty much. I try to stay updated. So Perfect, perfect. I'm going to be in mine, and I hope to see y'all at her next event. She's having one March 10th. March 10th and March 28th are next. Perfect, and it's Pisces season, so. Okay, birthday girl. You coming out? You coming out. Some booty clapping. I want to see all you lint liquor ah! there in this <laughs> Okay, for my black folks, that's oh, it. We'll you. see you there. <laughs> Thank Bye. you so much. <laughs> Bye-bye.